Hi, everyone. My name is Peter Bartell, and I'm an employee relations partner here on the career team at Southern New Hampshire University. Thanks for uh, tuning in, joining uh, for our liberal arts series podcast. Today, we have our featured guest, Eli Rodriguez from Zimmerman Advertising here to join us. Um, Zimmerman Advertising is, is the leading integrated retail industry in the country, uh, headquartered in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, with several creative opportunities that appeal to liberal arts alumni and students. Today, we'll be discussing uh, the writing professions and, and advice from Zimmerman Advertising. Uh, so Eli, absolutely thanks for joining us. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, your background, et cetera, anything else you'd like to share um, on the company to begin, feel free to. Man, I appreciate that, Peter. Thank you for the warm introduction and big regards to the SNHU group out there. Looking forward to working with uh, a lot of you, uh, you know, after this podcast. But, uh, uh, yep, as Peter mentioned, I help lead HR and talent acquisition for the agency. Uh, you know, the the world of creative is is really where our magic comes comes to life. So we are often looking for our next crop. Of, of writers, of talented, creative individuals, uh, designers, uh, collaborators, illustrators, uh, storytellers, right? Uh, you know, creative infused individuals, uh, you know, people that are well-rounded as, as, as our moms like to say we are, right? Uh, but looking forward to sharing more about that and, and what we've got going on at the agency. Uh, we've been headquartered here in South Florida for 38 years. Uh, so we've got a rich history of doing great work with some iconic brands. Uh, have great, uh, nice diversity of tenure uh, within our organization, uh, people that are leading, people that are mentors, coaches. Uh, we've changed a lot of people's lives that have come through our system, some that are here with us, some that have gone on to do bigger and better things. Uh, looking forward to making, hopefully, that your path throughout this uh, experience. Thanks, Eli. And I know we'll, we'll dive into questions, too, but I just want to ask with Zimmerman specifically, uh, there is a lot of room for growth. And you, you kind of alluded to it, but you see a lot of people grow within the organization, right? 100 percent. I mean, we are a performance based organization, so there is a lot of uh, upward mobility. Uh, you know, we, we put our associates in the driver's seat when it comes to that. Uh, we've, we have the right guardrails and the right speed bumps to make sure everyone's safe. But ultimately, you know, you are in the driver's seat in terms of your success, your trajectory, how much you do, how quickly you do it. I tell everyone from here at Zimmerman, you can see everything and go anywhere. Nice. That's 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 refreshing to hear for sure. Um, so you mentioned briefly like some of the skills and, and types of backgrounds you look for. But if you could elaborate a little more, what are some of the skills most noteworthy uh, to have entering into the field? Absolutely, Peter. I appreciate that. And I'm going to really speak to, you know, our creative uh, sort of uh, focus, right? What we look for. Uh, we, we look for, I mean, so, so the job titles that we look for, for recent grads or individuals that are pivoting into advertising, career changers that are looking to hone in their craft in a second uh, sort of journey or adventure, so to speak. Uh, copywriters, well, junior copywriters, copywriters, uh, junior art directors, art directors, we look for um, graphic designers. Uh, we also have, you know, beyond that, assistant media planners, account coordinators, content strategists, um, experience strategists. Um, we've got uh, opportunities in retail technology, so coders, web developers, 
uh, broadcast traffic, project managers. I mean, there's a variety of different roles. I mean, you can you can truly live out a career at the agency, moving from group to group, experience to experience, depending on the skill set and the bandwidth and the capability. But there is, uh, we are a full service integrated agency, Peter. So we look for a variety of, of niche skill sets, like a creative technologist, to the to, to the usual, you know, uh, accounting or finance manager, something of that nature. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Um, and I know, um, like you said, there's there's a, definitely a lot of room for growth. So, and you mentioned too, right? There's two potential buckets. There's somebody, um, you know, more entry point, just getting into the career, maybe. Um, a career changer, maybe somebody with a little bit more just professional experience in general, but that's also, I think you used the word pivoting, right, mm-hmm. to that um, creative side. So um, regardless, either way, if a student has no experience, what types of roles, um, where should they start, you know, to kind of get into the field? And maybe it's not even with Zimmerman, but maybe some of the more senior or um, mid-level positions that you hire for, what types of backgrounds do you look for with those? Or where would they start within your organization? You know, there are a couple of ways to enter the organization. You know, each individual case might look and feel a little different, uh, depending on background, skill set, what they're bringing to the table, uh, what they've been exposed to, right? Uh, also, you know, ability and capability. But I will tell you that we've got a, a, a great internship program, all right, that, that is up and running now. Uh, if, if you're interested in an in, uh, internship opportunity that is on site, so you'd have to be down here in South Florida, to complete that 12-week program, but that's a great way to do it. Uh, the other way to do it is looking at our careers website. We've got a variety of roles that are open, that are posted, uh, that can give anyone uh, on your end, Peter, the opportunity to explore and say, okay, where does my background fit? What do I do? I think one of the things that, that we try to do is, is understand someone's complete portfolio of work, the complete body of experience that they bring to the table. For those that are pivoting into a new adventure, that are seeking maybe something that was their passion, but not necessarily what they've been working to pay the bills, so to speak, right? There's an opportunity there because, you know, if if they've got some flexibility in terms of what they're willing to do and able to do, uh, then we can talk about a lot of different roles. Uh, I think oftentimes, perhaps, you know, financial responsibilities for individuals at different stages in their journey maybe looks a little different. Uh, so that's why I say every conversation is tailored, is customized, uh, and it's individualized for that matter, uh, because we want to try to make sure that we understand the totality of what a person is bringing to the agency, not just sort of, you know, m- limit them to a job title. Right. right. Uh, and I think that's one of the things we do really well here at the agency is that we've got sort of we know our spot. We're making sure that uh, associates uh, and, and candidates alike understand that we are looking at the complete body of work and their and their potential. Uh, and if they're, if they're flexible, then we can also be flexible yeah. and ultimately put them in a role where they can be successful. That's the most important piece. Good, good. I think it speaks to like um, how successful Zimmerman Advertising is as a company, right? Like the re- at least the recruitment structure types of roles that you guys offer. Um, so what you're saying kind of, I mean, it reflects that. So that's, that's definitely a good thing. Um, specifically with writers, let's talk mm-hmm. about writers with this question. Okay. Um, what are some of the roles that you see writers thrive in uh, with your organization? And maybe, I mean, let's just go the other angle too. Um, what are some roles that maybe they don't thrive in that that you don't 
they don't find enjoyable? Mm -hmm. That's a great question, Peter. You know, we are a the nature of our business is retail activation is business consumer, direct to consumer. <clears throat> what does that mean? A lot of our clients, uh, we, we the kind of writing we do is called short form, you know, retail copy. Right. That means that um, someone that is able to think about. Impactful messaging in a few words, that's the key, right, for a lot of what we do. Yes, there is other sort of copywriting that happens, uh, manifestos, there are mission statements, there are a variety of different things that require more long form. Uh, but the person that does well in our business from a writing perspective is that person that is creative, that understands how to engage and communicate with an audience via keywords put together to drive the most impact, right? Uh, in our business, sometimes less is more, right? And so when you're thinking about advertising, you're thinking about coming together, putting together a slogan, you know, of what's going to work, it, it, it takes a, a different type of not just writing skill set, but creativity, right? Um, a lot of journalism, long form writers, storytellers might get frustrated in our system because that's the kind of, you know, th that's that you've got time and space and pages to draw out perhaps a thought, an idea, a message. And oftentimes we're trying to figure out, okay, how yeah. do we compact this right. so that it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you look at some of the slogans that, that we have for a lot of our clients and they come in and say, you know, we need to rebrand and we need to do something different. Uh, I'll give you a good example with K Jewelers, right? Everyone knows them for their every kiss begins with K. Uh, they came to us saying, hey, we want to make sure that we can evolve from that. That's a we're known that that's sort of people know that no K jewelers know that 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 phrase. The evolution is what's going to be most important. So now we came up with a series of different uh, sort of buildups that that can speak to that, but they can start create a little bit of a different frame for how the brand is being viewed and consumed. So one of those elements or phases was love is unstoppable. Right. So it's a moving away from every kiss begins with K to make a little bit more of a broader connection between K jewelers and really love and what that means and how people interpret that, but get them to think about K jewelers when that moment comes, uh, right. either overcoming, being, falling, uh, back in, love, et cetera. So, I mean, three words carries the message for what will definitely, you know, birth other type of copy. Then yep. you've got the social platform uh, distinction. You've got the the printed ad distinction. Now you've got the production side of a script that's going to be written in a commercial uh, that, that that takes part. So there are different elements at different stages of our creative process that requires a different type of writing. And I think uh, most people thrive if they have the creative chops and understand the power of words and how to string words together. But I think I find sometimes individuals that maybe don't like what we do is, again, those folks that are really long form writers right. uh, that, are, that, that are more into the storytelling of things and, and perhaps can't really pivot into something that's a little bit, uh, you know, they might think it's a little bit cheesy that you come up with that tagline, right? That's, that, you know, I'm a writer, right? I, 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 I got to use words to express the message. Yeah. And like Twitter is limited the characters. Right, uh, right. Advertising, we look at limiting things so that we get the most impact. Sure. I hate it. Twitter actually maxim. They still limit it, but remember, right. it used to be like 180 or something, and now it's more. Yeah, but... people are writing. People are writing paragraphs now. Yeah, Twitter, yeah, 
Yeah, and and you know, as if you're interviewing, especially, I kind of like the limited character approach too, like Twitter, because you you naturally have to get that elevator pitch type spiel in versus being able to type paragraphs. But anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's um I think I'm glad that you brought up you know like writers a lot of times want to write you know lengthy. Um, stories or statements or whatever whatever you want to label it um so interesting that like with your business model it absolutely makes sense it's very short and concise do you ever get any that like you know you can tell they're kind of skeptical getting into it but they take the role and then they're like wow i absolutely love this like so much more than i thought i would absolutely i mean once you're in it uh i, I tell you that the, the writing because, because again there are so many different elements you can flex your writing style and your writing preference, uh, and you get a chance to do a little bit of everything. I'll give you an example. One of our one of our clients is a uh, uh, education partner, and um, you know they asked us to really kind of just rebrand everything. So that required a different style of writing that we normally would go to, but we had that skill set and interest in house in some of our writers. So it goes to show the versatility that you need to have as a writer. Yeah. And the ability, it really just comes down to interest and passion. If uh, if you are flexible and you can be versatile, then I think you will you will tap into a variety of different options. Oftentimes, though, what I would tell you is that, um, you know, the inflexibility, the I only want to do this, will maybe perhaps limit your ability to be considered for agencies like like what we look for, right? Because when we start to hear that you're just this particular style and that's what you're doing, that's what you like, then, you know, ultimately we don't want to frustrate anybody you know, as they enter the organization. So we agree to stay friends if it's not quite the right fit. But I think the flexibility yeah. of it is what is was really most important for upcoming aspiring writers. Yeah, absolutely. Have an open mind. There's so many career paths in writing. So I'm glad that we're uh, expanding upon a few of those. Um, uh, a question pertaining to just the interview process and preparation. How important is it to have certain things um, when applying um, for your organization specifically, let's go with um, for either an internship or a full-time job. So I'm talking like social media. Are there any certain um, platforms that you look at more than others? Um, is a portfolio absolutely necessary? How um, how heavily do you view or weigh those things? Now, I would tell you, Peter, that's a great question. Uh, if you are a creative uh, individual, if you are in the space of writing, uh, creative arts, expression, you've got to have a portfolio. That is paramount. Um, I can't tell you what a difference it makes when I'm reviewing resumes and it's got a link to a portfolio that I can go in there and visually capture and see and visualize what what they do, how they do it, how they express it. So important. Uh, if, if you're if you're in this space, you've got to make the investment. And there are a lot of different options that are that are cost friendly or even free, right? That will host your your, your portfolio. Take advantage of it. Pull it together. Have samples of your of, of what you've written. Samples of what you've worked on. Uh, even if it's just things that you've scribbled, right? Just you know, I just was having a little bit of fun with some poetry. Here's what some all of that matters, right? I will spend enough time looking through someone's portfolio. You know what I don't do? Consider resumes that don't have a portfolio. Mm. I look at the resume, I look at the experience, but if I don't have something else 
Right. But the, the resume has got to be really good for me to say, gosh, I wonder if they have a portfolio. I wonder if I can email them and get a link and then have them send me something or then send me samples. I'm going to tell you right now, if you've got a link to your portfolio on your resume, you're going to stay mm-hmm. up here. If you don't, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna drift a little bit to, to, to the bottom of the pool. You don't want that. You don't want that. Right. You want right. your craft to speak for itself. You want someone to be able to ask questions about your work and have those questions answered as they're going through your portfolio, so that when we do have a dialogue, it's almost yeah. like, man, I saw that piece of work. What inspired it? Or what was your thinking? Or what was the approach? Or tell me a little bit more about how how you landed on that particular right thought or design or or expression, etc. So that it makes a very much robust conversation. We're going to always hire. The talent is one aspect, but the ability to make that personal chemistry connection. Can you fit within my system, within our culture, within the structure of what we mm-hmm. have is super important. So the portfolio helps me get to, I love the work they do. They're talented. Do they fit, right? So a portfolio gets you more than halfway through the process. It really does. Now, when I'm interviewing you, it's really more like, okay, do you like us? Do we like you? Are we as good for you as I think you are for us? And that's when we start to discover that process. But the portfolio is key, particularly if you're in the creative arts space. Gets it's It gets you in the door, right, for that interview. I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned, like, without it, it can be, you know, just uh, to the bottom of the pool, like you said. You're taking a chance. I mean, you've got, you know, some reason we don't have that, and, and it's fine. But right. if you have one, I, if, if right. I were if I were in the space, I would tell you this: I would have a portfolio. It doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. It doesn't have to have a ton of work. It just has to be something that showcases more than what's just on your resume. That gives yeah. me gives me a view of samples. The other thing is this too, Peter. You know, I, I I'm the I'm sort of the filter, right? So things come through me and they enter the agency. As I'm forwarding things to creative leaders in the agency, it would be it's much easier when I can send a link to somebody's work. And say, look at this book. Look at this portfolio. Right. It's amazing, right. right? When I don't have that, then th- then I'm taking two or three more steps to be able to find it. And if you don't have it, then I'm really just going on what's on the resume and and maybe yeah. right a, a good conversation. So it just there starts to be you know uh, things that start to interfere, and and you don't want that in the process. When you're looking for an opportunity, when you're looking for a job, you want to be able to have you know, a smooth way in so that people can see your work. Gotcha. And I think it's easy too, right? Honestly, not easy, but you have options for portfolio beginning with your classwork. I mean, it all the way up through anything professional, you definitely have. have hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. So it could be, oh. it could be a blog site that you created. It could be a link to other work that you've done. It could be pictures of stuff that you hand wrote, right? right I mean, right, it could right. be a haiku. It doesn't matter. If you've done it, put it on there. Awesome, awesome. Well, we'll conclude here, but I, I definitely appreciate you answering questions and um, everything, Eli. It's been super informative to get to know Zimmerman a little more in depth, uh, Zimmerman Advertising, but also um, things that you look for, how writers and other creative folks can stand out. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add in conclusion before we wrap up? Peter, a few things, right? If you're a writer, creative doesn't have to be the only place. I've got a research strategy team. Those guys are putting together briefs. They're putting together comms plans. That could be a great space for someone who has a curiosity around strategy and research. Uh, In my account services division, you're a good writer. You're spending time putting together conference reports. You're, You're spending time putting together briefs, working directly with the client. 
writing down exactly what the what is being talked about, what is being envisioned and brainstormed. There's got to be someone that's got to be able to put that in a way that's legible, translatable, and workable, right? So there are a variety of roles that, as a creative writer, you can you can not only have fun with your craft, but also maybe tap into other sides of your experience or interests and still make your way into an advertising agency. One more uh, thing, Peter. Yeah. If you put a link on your resume, make sure it works. All right. That goes to LinkedIn, your LinkedIn profile, and that goes to your to your creative portfolio, your book. Make sure it's hyperlinked. If it's a PDF document, make sure it's hyperlinked and it works and it takes me to your site. All right. That's uh, th- that's a, a, a recruiter sort of man pet peeve. The so little things. Make, the little things. It, that's again, that's your bread and butter. Yeah. Make sure it's hyperlinked. Make sure it works. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eli. And, and we'll definitely have this, folks, on the website consistently streaming so you can refer back to it anytime. Thanks Excellent. for listening. Thanks, Peter.